Miracle night. Need a miracle? Your miracle is here today. Right now. Welcome to Miracle Night. Your miracle is here. Your host, Prophet Jason Leopard. Hello, guys. Uh, how's everyone doing tonight? How's everyone doing tonight? How's everybody doing tonight? I'm trying to get this voice back, guys. Uh, trying to get the voice back here. How's everybody doing tonight? Listen, uh, if you want to give tonight, you can give on the website or you can give uh, on a lot of stuff. Tonight, you can give on our website. You can give on the Cash App. We got a Cash App, too. You can give tonight if you want to. We're going to be talking about an interesting subject tonight. An interesting subject. I said an interesting subject. We're going to be talking about an interesting subject tonight, guys. Interesting subject. Let's pray over these airwaves. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for every hindering spirit tonight. Get off of these airwaves. I know you're the prince and pallidy of the air. And we ask, Lord, right now, God, that you send your angels to every hindering, distraction spirit that's over these airwaves tonight. Lord, we loose it in Jesus' mighty name. The devil loves to hinder and slow down and stop the will of God. And you can give, too, on Venmo tonight, guys, if you want to give um, on Venmo. If you have a Venmo account, you can sow a seed. But remember, if you want to harvest, you got to start sowing seeds, guys. You you must. You must. So give. We're still doing the $7,000 debt cancellation. Uh, God spoke to me and told me to tell you guys, if you gave to the 7000 debt cancellation, he was going to remove your debt as well. So that's what God said. That's not what I said. Okay. Um. Let's uh, go ahead and get in the Word tonight right quick, and I know a lot of you probably jump on here later, whatever. But I want to get in the Word right quick. We're going to be talking about being in God's will and most of all noticing the order order in the body of Christ. That's what we're going to be talking about tonight. So, if you would, if you get in your Bibles, we're gonna we're gonna turn to uh, Ephesians, Ephesians four eleven through twelve. Okay, does everybody hear me tonight? We're gonna be in Ephesians eleven through twelve. Ephesians four, chapter four. So here, here's the dilemma tonight, guys. Here, here it is. I want you to know that there is order in the body of Christ. They, they must be. Now, I know I'm going to be talking about accountability tonight, man's accountability, and God's accountability. Now, man has a system set up where you get in an organization and you got to be accountable to their organization. But see, God's got a kingdom set up that you got to be accountable to the offices 
that God has set up. See, man makes their own doctrines and God comes in with his kingdom and messes it all up because nowhere in the Bible says that Moses was a cannibal to anybody. You find it in the Bible and and, and we'll talk. Paul was not a cannibal to anybody, but people were a cannibal to Paul. Come on. See, I think we got our own tradition and system set up. And then we ask God to bless it. He's not going to do it. Because it was not his system that was set up. See, we, we, we choose man because mama and daddy called him. And all these things, or a man said that he's he's been watching him and he's he's faithful and stuff, and that that's good and all, but it's not biblical. See, because my Bible tells me that Jesus chose the twelve disciples by the leading of the Holy Ghost. It wasn't because the man was faithful at the church and he watched his he watched his character because God knows if if he was choosing those twelve because of the character, he would have never chosen. Because I promise you one thing, they had a bad character. My Lord, he chose one of them. He was a killer of Christians, for God's sake. But see, a man's got a system set up. It's called religious organizations, denominations. And that's what we got. We got organizations and we got denominations. But they need to be retaliation. See, here's the problem with the body of Christ. We got a system set up, but God's got another system set up. And none of us go by God's system. And that's why your ministry and your organization does not work out in the end. Oh, you might you you, you might have been in the church of God for forty something years, but you can't keep the power of God in your ministry for too long. It comes, it goes. I've seen the wind blow. I've seen it go. But until you do it God's way, my friend, it's never going to work out eternal. It might work out for a while. See, that's our problem. We get into organizations, denominations, and I think it's just, um, I, I think it's false doctrine myself. I think it's a false doctrine that God has sent me to the body of Christ to put back in order. Let's read this. We want to talk about accountability, Church of God, Baptist, Lutheran, Whatever denomination you are, I'm going to set you in order tonight. Because in God's kingdom, there's no denomination. In God's kingdom, there's no organization. Come on. (laughs) There's the body, and there's people you got to submit to and be accountable to because of their position in God. Not because you got ordained through the frozen chosen. Come on, not because you got ordained through the church of God and you've been in the church of God and they've been watching your life so so, so they're going to ordain you because your life is approved to them. No, my life needs to be approved to God, not man. 
Because Timothy tells us in 2 Timothy, study to show yourself approved. Is he talking about studying to show yourself approved to God as a Bible? No. You've got to study yourself to see you are approved of God. A lot of you will get that later. I don't know if you'll get it now, but you'll, you'll, get, you'll get it later. I said you'll get it later. See, I like my ministry. It's not a huge ministry. People can't kick me out of my ministry. <laughs> Glory to God, I love it. You can't kick me out of something God has called me into, okay? And don't be trying to find fault in me either. Okay, even if you do find fault, you still can't get me nowhere until God tells me I need to step down. There you go. That's another false doctrine that we have in the body of Christ. We see one man fall. We want him to stop doing his call. Come on. Yeah, you do. And you don't want him to get back up either. You have no plans of that man restoring his ministry to him. All you're trying to do is, You know what accountability in the body of Christ is? It's something that we have created that when we see somebody fall, we put them out of business for good. I don't like that. My Bible tells me if you see your man, those who are spiritual, if you see a man sin, those who are spiritual restore such man in the spirit of meekness and faith. That's what it says. There's no restoration in the body. All it is, somebody falls, you, you want to knock them to the ground, and you won't never see them go back up. Yeah, I've seen this. I've seen this in the body. I've seen it for years. I've seen people miss their calls. I've seen people sit down on their calls because of a man coming in there telling them, coming in there telling them, watch this, coming in there telling him, that he's done messed up too bad, he needs to go sit down and never get back up. And that's their motive to never get back up. It's okay to sit down and regroup. It's okay to sit down and seek God and, and get revived again. But, 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 but come on now. It's not okay to sit down on your call and just quit cold turkey and never get back up. And that's their plan. I don't care what they say. They're evil. Right in the middle of the church, you're evil. And I'm going to show you about accountability God's way instead of your way. Okay. Okay, let's get into this. Ephesians chapter six, Ephesians four, chapter four, verse eleven says, "And he gave some apostles and some prophets." Now let's stop right there. The head chief is apostles. It used to be prophets in the Old Testament. They used to have control over everything. Now in the New Testament, apostles, because God gave Jesus the new com- new commandment, so otherwise he put him in charge. So, so, so the 12 apostles was first above the prophets. Now watch this, guys. Watch this. Prophets is God's men. Apostles are Jesus' man. But because God gave the keys and the authority over to his son to control this new kingdom, this new testament, this new covenant, and he was tested, and he passed the test. So Jesus, allowing God to help him pick the 12, then when the man 
was in charge of everything, even of the prophet. So the apostle was overranked from the prophet. Now, prophets, I'm going to tell you something. Don't you try to dare cross an apostle. See, y'all got to learn rank here. It's different than the body of Christ. Here's what we do in the body of Christ. Oh, such and such and such gets ordained by the church of God, and now he gets over a ministry. He he has rule over a ministry. See, see, y'all just thinking about a ministry. I'm talking about the five-fold ministry. I'm talking about the order in God's kingdom here. We got the apostles first. They're the head chief. The apostle Paul was over all the churches. There was not in any prophets that rose their head. He was still over them too. Come on. Come on, man. Is, it, is anybody hearing me here? This, this is going over y'all's head. This, this, this is going over y'all's head. It's going over y'all's head. So the apostles was first. They had chief over the prophets. This is what he says. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists. Those three were outside the church. They was not in the church. So, Pastor, get yourself straight. You need to quit neglecting these three offices Come on, Holy Ghost, help me with this. You you got pastors because they got congregations. They think that they need to stop neglecting what God has put in order here. That's why the church didn't never go anywhere, guys. The church never went anywhere because the church never went anywhere because We, we got this set up wrong. We've created our own organizations and denominations that we don't even do it God's way anymore. You don't even let the apostles and prophets in, but hey, you'll let the evangelists in. Oh, we'll let evangelists in. They'll preach all day long. That's fine, but the apostle and prophet, y'all done done away with them. There's no such thing. In reality, the apostle and prophet that God has called is over you, Pastor. I don't care how mega your church is. I don't care how big your congregation is. It's not, it's, it's peony to God. You understand what I'm saying? You think you're success and you got 5,000 people in your ministry. Let me tell you something. And you're not, you're telling the people to submit to you in that church. You're telling people be subject unto you under that church, but you're not even subject to, to, to the prophet and the apostles in the body of Christ. Me hearing your junk. You might can get a crowd up. That's great. But you're out of order. Some evangelist. Some evangelist, the apostles first, the prophets second. These are these are the these are the ranks in the body of Christ. In the evangelist third. So so let, let's get this: the apostle and prophet are subject to what one another. 
but the apostle is not subject to the evangelist. Watch my fingers here, guys. Because whatever's side by side to each other, they subject to one another. My God. You, you, you missed that too. I, I guess you just missed it. So whatever is side by side or subject to one another. Just like God created Adam and Eve, they were subject to one another. They were side by side. So you cannot take the apostle and be subject with the evangelist. Watch this. Because they're not side by side. This is what he says. And some evangelists and some pastors. So the evangelist and pastor, watch this. The evangelist, the evangelist and pastor are side by side. So they're subject to one another. But who's in control of all this? Who gives the main orders? The apostle and the prophet. Come on, guys. And then he says pastors and teachers. They're side by side, guys, so they're subject to one another. So, that's apostles, the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist. Let's get this right, guys. Pastors and teachers. You see my hand right here? That is the five-fold ministry. Yes, it is effective today. I don't care what y'all been taught. I don't care what your pastor's teaching you. The five-fold ministry is still alive today. And if we don't get it back in order, that's why God's hand is not correctly moving in the church. Listen to what he says in verse 12. For the perfecting of the saints in the work of the ministry, for edifying the body of Christ. Do you know what we've done? We've come up with our own organizations called the Church of God, the Church of Lutheran, uh, the Church of Christ, the Church of this, the Church of that, and we've left the fivefold what God put in order in the beginning. We've left it out. We're coming up with our own organization type stuff, you know? And it won't work. You got people failing in the body of Christ and they're supposed to submit unto the man. They're going to jerk your license. Okay, that don't even make no sense. That's because wide order. We're trying to run an organization in the dom- domination that God didn't even put in, put in the Bible, guys. Who in the world has seen a church of God in the Bible? Have y'all? I had. It said, assembly yourself. We, we get together and call it an organization, and then we get together and, and build our own organization and, and think, well, you know what? This build a mega church. Well, great. You got a mega church. Great. You got 50,000 people coming to your church. But that's not making you successful in God. 
you're, you're, you're building on something that can happen in the secular world, guys. It's called the triangle effect. I mean, I can go build a church. Come on. We can take the things of this world and build a crowd. Come on. It's very easy, you know. All you got to do is show them love. I mean, I can go build a business with these principles, and, and it, does it mean God is in it? When you build stuff your way, that don't mean you have favor up there. That just means you have favor down here because you're doing it the world's way. You are. I don't care what you say. Who in the world come out with denominations? I don't know. They got a little bit of truth here, a little bit of truth there. But where it, I'm going to tell you where it's going in the 21st century. People are coming out of the church of God because the church of God is, it's not what it's cracked up to be. People coming out of Baptist, you, you know what they're getting into? You know what they really want to get into? It's called non-denomination. I don't have a denomination. I don't, I don't serve denomination. I don't serve organizations. I serve a living God that called me from the foundations of. I serve a living God that called me like Samuel did. He heard his voice, and he said, Daddy, are you calling me? See, I, I need a God to come to me and, and set me in order and set this body back in order the way it needs to be. The five-fold ministry is gone out of the body of Christ. I don't care what y'all say. You can tell me till you're blue in the face, and I'm going to tell you a liar right to your face. And then, then we want to go around everybody and act like we're doing ministry. Okay. You're funny. You're funny. You're not funny to God. You're not funny to God. So he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and some teachers for the, what? For the perfecting of the saints. Guys, let's get this right, man. We're not even building off of biblical purposes. We're taking something because it sounds good or it looks good and it works. And it has worked over the years. We've built mega ministries with some of these secular ways that we do, but it's far from the Bible. None of y'all are building off of this Bible. Y'all are building an organization because you can get out in the streets and tell somebody, hey, I love you, and of course they're going to come to your church. But does that mean you're building the way God built his church? No, because you're not letting the prophet and the apostle in because y'all done put him out. Well, we done with them years ago. Where? Where have you done away with it? You don't see the apostle anymore, hardly in the church, nowhere. Some people don't even believe in apostles. Well, they died when Jesus died. Come on, man. Get a freaking grip. You know what's so funny? God will let you build your own empire. I don't care how big you get it. And it's so funny. And I'm going to share something with you guys, and I'm not going to say no names. I'm just going to say, recently a pastor built a huge church, the fastest growing church in America. And guys, I'm going to tell you how, how it was done. It was done on love and appreciation and acceptance. I mean, come on. 
the world teaches you everybody needs that right now. Come on, it's not it's not a rocket scientist to figure that out. People need love and they need acceptance. And if you create an organization that accepts that, and of course your ministry is going to grow. But it's not going to do what God wants it to do. Just because you've got a house full of people does not mean you're doing it the way God has instructed you to do it. Because none of y'all are letting the apostles or prophet into your organizations because you you found out a, 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 a thing to help the body of Christ grow. Well, that's wonderful. These little, these little cell groups, these little groups, guys, you're just creating a place where people can be accepted. My God, I can go out and do that. But does it mean God has his order in that? No. Because in the long run, you know what's going to happen? Somewhere along the line, Satan's going to put a foothold in your ministry. I see it every day. And I thank God, God's really given me wisdom in a lot of stuff because, no, my ministry's not mega. I don't, I don't really want it to be mega. I'm going to tell you why. Because half of those people that are coming in hearing you, they're not really hearing you. They're just around you to distract you. That's it. You can go to a mega ministry right now with thousands of people in it. Only a handful is working in that ministry. That's not success, guys. Where, where do y'all get success with, with a lot of number? Jesus left the 99 and went after the one. I don't know, guys. I, I don't know. Anyways, let's carry on. Carry on, guys. Okay, so here's where we're at in Ephesians 4, 11 through 12. He himself, this means Jesus, established these offices. And they are the work and appointed of Jesus, not to man. Now, let me read that again. He himself, this means Jesus, established these offices. Who established it? Jesus. Who established it? Jesus. Come on, talk to me, guys. Who established it? Jesus. Not Church of God. Not Lutheran. Not Church of Christ. Not the Baptist of the Frozen Chosen. No. He himself means Jesus established these offices that I tell you about in Ephesians chapter 4. This means Jesus establishes these offices and they are the work and appointed of Jesus and not man. So that means man cannot take you out of these offices. Even though they try, they take you out of these offices when you make a mistake and want to sit you down and you never get to preach again. I know. I see it every day. But you know what? I'm not a part of your organization, and I'm not a part of your, your denomination. Hey, glory to God. I, I don't have to submit to you. <laughs> I, don't have to, I don't have to answer to you. I have to answer to the kingdom of God, and that's exactly what I'm going to do. 
because you can't put me out of ministry if you didn't call me in it. Church of God, Lutheran, whatever you want to call yourself. I don't want to be in your organization, and I definitely don't need your platform. We got all kind of social media platform. I don't need yours. You ever wonder why God allowed these social media to come up? Well, that could be for that very reason. Because we got pastors out there, well, I ain't letting them preach in my church. We don't need your church. We don't need your congregation. You understand? This is the body of Christ, and you need to come under subjection to the order that Jesus has sent to the body of Christ, which was the fivefold. We don't need your stinking church and your green chairs. You know what? I can go out and buy a green chair. Whoopity freaking do. Well, I bet your ministry's not as big as mine. We don't care. Really, we don't. It don't impress me because you got 50,000 people in your church. Some of them you don't even know their last name. Come on, man. And your head's about to swell as a Goodyear blimp, by the way. I'm just saying, guys, I, I love these people, but they're, they're out of order. And that's what I've came to do. Because God has told me to put things back in order the way he put it here. Is everybody going to receive it? No, they're not. They've been running things their way for a long time, and that's why your church can't never grow spiritually. Oh, it might grow physically. A lot of people coming. You might feel the Holy Spirit every once in a while. You might feel a great mood of God come through there every once in a while, but it's not going where God wants it to go. You'll get that later too. Okay, guys. Through the pertainer may lay claims to them, the office themselves a divine institution, not a human invention. My God. Give some apostles, some prophets, evangelists, some pastors and teachers. Paul described four offices, not five. As it is commonly yet arid term fivefold ministries. Apostle, who is a special ambassador of God's work through not the same authority since of the first century apostles. The first century apostles was used to provide a foundation of the New Testament. And Jesus said it right here. In Ephesians 2.20, King James Version. And I will build and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets. So what was the foundation? The apostles and the prophets. Guys, if you don't build off of that, but where is the prophets and apostles gone? Come on, guys. Come on, pastors. Oh, I built my church. My church is growing. Don't tell me how to grow my church. My church has done grown up to seven, 8,000 people. I don't care. You're still out of order. 
God will let you work and he'll done, God will let you work and he done fired you a long time ago because you are not doing it God's way. Anybody can draw a crowd because all you can do is get a clown suit on and if you're funny enough, you can draw a crowd. Guys, we know how to draw. I, I can run a church right now. I tell you what, you give me 10 years, I can grow a church probably bigger than Joel Alstein. And I'm going to tell you why I use him because he's got a big, huge church. But I'm going to tell you why his ministry is growing. Because people want acceptance. People want love. People need that. But people also need correction. Because love is not just in a kind word, but it's also in correction sometimes. And people don't want that. So if I want to accept people and show people acceptance and love, I can build a church. I, I can draw a big crowd. It's very simple. Very simple. So don't thank you, Pastor. Don't think that you're so successful because you, you got 10,000 people in your church and, you know, God's just blessed your church and blah, 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 blah. You're still not doing it God's way because you're not subject to to the foundations of Ephesians 20, 220. And are built upon the foundations of the apostles and prophets. Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. He's the chief over them too. Okay? Learn your rank in the body of Christ. That's where accountability comes in. Let me tell you something, pastors. You're supposed to be accountable to the apostles and prophets. You ain't supposed to be accountable to a bishop that's over an organization of a church of God or church of Lutheran or church of Christ. Or, or, or Let me tell you something. You've got this stuff backwards. You want to talk about accountability? Y'all got your accountability wrong. You, you let me tell you something else in the body of Christ that I see. I see, I see, you know what I see running churches? People in the pews. People in the pews don't need to run a ministry. A pastor cannot have no authority unless he goes through the deacons. Show me where that was when Moses was here. Can somebody show me? He didn't go ask them, listen, let me go ask the congregation, God, can we vote on getting... Can we vote on getting a grill? See how backwards we got this thing? And wonder why your ministry, listen, you wonder why your ministry is not getting a spiritual breakthrough. Oh, your ministry might be growing in number, but that don't mean it's growing in God and growing spiritually in the people in the ministries that are actually growing. They just share in your church and because they feel the love and acceptance. That's why they come there, guys. We're not really that dumb, you know. Prophets who speak forth God's word from God is complete comparison with the foundations of the Old and New Testament. So they're in the Old and the New. 
Sometimes they speak in property sense, but not necessary so that they're always subject to discernment and judgment of the church leadership. Oh, is that why God called me in the office of a prophet? Wow, 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 wow. Leaders, you need to be subject to the prophet. But are they subject to him? No. You don't, you don't hardly ever listen to them. They, You know what they did with the prophet? Oh, I ain't no such thing, no prophet anymore. <laughs> of course not, because you don't want to be a cannibal. You'd rather be cannibal to a bishop over your organization, over your theology, or, or whatever you studied. He don't have nothing to do with the body of Christ. He has something to do with the organization you've created. I think y'all running a clown system myself. We are all subject to the discernment and judgment of the body of the church leadership. Second, First uh, Corinthians fourteen twenty nine. I'm giving you scripture here, guys. This ain't my opinion. Let the prophet speak two or three, and let another judge. And as the apostles was modern prophets, do not speak in the same authority. As the first century prophets brought God's foundational word spoke. Just like I say, Ephesians 2.20. Ephesians 2.20. Okay, let's go to the evangelists. Evangelists who are especially gifted to preach the good news of salvation of Jesus Christ. Pastors and teachers. Or the ancient clearly describes one office or two described titles who shepherds the flock of God primarily through a, not exclusively through teaching the word of God. Teaching is exile part of pastoral ministry. Can't teach, then you probably ain't a pastor. Come on. It's appropriate, therefore, two terms, pastors and teachers, should be joined together to donate in one order ministry. These gifts are given to at the discretion of Jesus working through the Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians 12, 11. But let, but let all these that worketh in one same self spirit divide into every man several as he will. So God gives it to the man that's willing. He never gave it to the man that's perfect, right? We do, because Timothy says a man must be blameless, man must be a one wife, all this junk. Guys, I'm telling you something. And, and then we misinterpret that too about one wife. We think the man ain't, you know, if he, he's been married before, he can't be a bishop. Come on, man. That means when you meet him, if he's got two wives, no, he don't need to be a bishop. But that don't mean in his past, as he's been married before, he can't. You know what? Y'all interpret this stuff the way you want it and then tell God to bless it. He's not going to do it. The 
The importance of having all four in operation is in any church body is up to Jesus who appoints these offices. He said Jesus didn't. He didn't say no Pope guy. He didn't, he didn't say no bishop over an organization, over a church of God or Lutheran or, or Baptist. Come on, man. The job responsible church leadership is not to hinder, prevent such ministry, but never to promote it into its exit. And here's what I'm telling you today, guys. Here's what I'm telling you. The church is out of order. They're out of order. I don't care where you look at it. Don't care where you try to compromise it. I don't care what you do. We're not doing this God's way because nowhere in the Bible tells me to submit to a bishop over an organization it tells me to submit to a prophet and apostles, but you don't even hardly see them anymore because we don't want accountability in the body of Christ. We want to go make an organization ourselves, and when somebody messes up, what you want to do is, is throw them out in the background and, and leave them to fry because you're never going to use them again. That's not biblical. Sorry. Those who are spiritual see such man in a, in a fault. Those who are spiritual restore such man. God is in the restoration. He's in the restoring business. He's not in the business to kick you out. And that's what their plans are. So, you know, they'll ordain you and give you license and all this good junk, goody, goody, goody stuff. But when you make a mistake, they want to throw you out and feed you to the dogs. Don't tell me you don't. I'll stand right in your face and rebuke you in front of God and everybody. Because I've seen this stuff go on in the body of Christ. Now, I'm sick of it. I'm just so sick of it. All right, guys, that's all I have tonight. That's all I have. And remember, guys, you can sow tonight, sow, sow, sow. And you can do so by Venmo. You can go to the Venmo app. We got the Venmo here. Uh, you can go to the Cash App, Money Signs, God Saving Ministries, the Venmo app. Uh, you can go to God Saving Ministries on the Venmo. Venmo, if you got Venmo, or you can go to our website, and you can give from there or not. Remember, if you want to harvest, you got to sow, guys. You must sow. All right, guys, love you. We're signing off here. God bless everyone tonight. God bless you.